Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Yes. Because we're about to throw down. Yes, Corey has a steepy X in. You know, Jesse has his airplane slow motion X. But as always, <laughs> we got to throw it up because we're about to throw down. I'm your host, Eddie V. Joining me is the Wise West Constant, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? And always, <laughs> the teddy bear himself, boss man, Corey Derrick. My throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of talking. We have been working, everybody. We got some great upcoming content for you for NGR Radio. So be ready uh, for we 2019. Did so much today. <laughs> <laughs> and we have more to do, everybody. Uh, if you watch uh, Nintendo Pop Lock yesterday, we have, me and Corey have Pod and Play season four and season five planned. Uh, and I I cannot wait for the list for you guys to see what we got for that. And season two of Nindy Showcase starting in January. Yes, yes, it's it's going it's going to be so much fun. But we got to get into this Xbox news, our this Xbox discussion. I cannot wait. This is going our uh, Arsenal Extinction. Or extinction, <laughs> I got which I got to get back to. I mean, our Arsenal exchange uh, is going to be a part two from the discussion uh, two weeks ago. And uh, thank you guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed the commentary on Halloween. Uh, me and Jesse watch what what they do in the sh- what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, you guys can check that out if you missed it. But we're going to get into what's been in our arsenal, and now I'm going to start with Bossman himself. What's been in your arsenal? Uh, well, we just played like four hours of Black Ops. <laughs> for, <laughs> for, yeah, for, oh, yeah, and it was uh, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, it's Pat's fault. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun though, because we were just yeah. like. We were doing well, like we were, oh, we were like this close to winning, like a few times, and uh, it's that game, that blackout mode is so much fun. It's yeah, it's, yes, and like like I told Jesse, like I tried to go back to Fortnite, and I was playing Fortnite on Switch a little bit. It's like so hard to go back to that or PUBG after playing blackout mode because it's just so good. Yeah, when it works, itch- <laughs> I should say. When we're not when, getting uh, kicked out. <laughs> when, uh, me and Jesse, and even you, when you and Je- uh, Jesse, Corey, was playing the beta, I was just like, this feels right. It's weird to say that about a Call of Duty game, but the, like, it just felt right. Like, mm-hmm. it clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah uh, everything just works perfectly the way that they have it set up. It does. And, like, yeah. just, just the way, like... Even even the small things like I we wish PUBG did like aim down sights, just hold the left trigger like a normal shooter, right? And it just works. Yeah. Or like when you're picking stuff up, it just works, and all the stuff attaches to the weapon automatically. And like even the quick menu at the bottom works well when you're using perks or or re-equipping like med kits or or you know grenades or barricades or whatever. It just it just works 
Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what it has over PUBG specifically. You know, I still think I still think Fortnite is a little bit different just in terms of, you know, it's a little bit more cartoony. It's mm-hmm. it's got the building aspect to it. Like I think it's still has its audience and that's still like the second biggest game in the world right now, but like Call of Duty Blackout, man, it's it's eating PUBG's lunch. <laughs> and like on one hand, I feel bad for PUBG, but at the same time, it's like they've made so much money with PUBG that they should be able to figure out how to at least fix. Like the thing with PUBG is like the control scheme is the thing that's the problem. Like on yeah. Xbox, it mm-hmm. run it runs well. Like it's not the prettiest game in the world, but it doesn't have to be. Like it looks good enough. The controls, man, is is yeah. what need fix on PUBG, and it's just like Call of Duty is eating its lunch, man. It's going to be interesting to see if they take that to esports. I will. I will watch a. I will watch a blackout match for esports if they did it. Yeah. the The only thing is, is like switching between a hundred players, knowing you know how much production has to go into like having yeah. all that separate thing with it, like eighty to a hundred players, like. <sighs> Producing that would be a nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think if even I think even if they just did the original mode, I think I believe it was it'd be something good to watch. Um, yeah, you know, but that's that's pretty much me. But Corey, you actually did something else that I'm very interested in hearing. What what I do? Oh, I beat Shadow the Tomb Raider. Yes. Uh, I got <laughs> nine hundred fifteen out of the. A thousand possible achievements, and uh, or achievement points, I should say. And there's a few that I know I could have gotten if I would have gone back and tried hard enough. And like mm-hmm. I still might go back and try to get them. Uh, but the other thing is the difficulty achievements are like, oh boy, I don't know if I really want to go back and play that on the hardest difficulty. Mm-hmm. Not that the game is really that hard, because like that game is definitely not hard. Right. Yeah. And I played it on whatever the middle difficulty is. Right. And just normal. I think it's just working normal. Yeah. There's like, there's two above it and two below it, and like the hardest okay. dif- difficulty is like, I don't know if if I can do it in New Game Plus, I might do it. Just run through the story mode or whatever. Hmm. Uh, but you know that that the only thing that would worry me about that is that final boss fight, which was like. Yeah. Uh it's like Uncharted 4 level bad. <laughs> Where it's basically I think, just I think it's a little bit I I well, it's not quite as bad as Uncharted 4's, but it's I don't like I it feel when, like it's too long. I don't like it when games have an arbitrary boss fight at the end. Like I wouldn't have minded if it was just like, hey, you gotta run through this tomb uh and get to the final where the boss fight is and just have a cutscene of this happening. Right. It's like, yeah. cause like, this is just dumb. You're just sending waves of enemies at, at me. And it's just like, this is dumb. Right. And so I don't know, <laughs> but overall I feel like shadow, the tomb Raider was awesome. It's, it's my game of the year so far this year. I, I loved it. So like the, it, the graphics are amazing. I think the yes. gameplay is, is done well i liked the pacing i know a lot of people had issues with the pacing between the puzzles and the combat but i was like i don't 
I liked it. I I like just exploring the world, you know, and hunting and crafting and all that stuff. So uh, I think I'm going to go back and try to at least 100% it and get some of the dumb small achievements. Like, uh, Although I think I'm going to have to start a new game plus because some of them require you to kill people and I've done all the combat <laughs> combat areas in the game. That's the yeah. one thing about that game too is like once you do the combat areas, like the enemies don't respawn, so it's it you can't do some of the combat achievements if you don't do them, right? And yeah. So, some of the achievements require you to do re, require you to unlock the skill tree a certain like a certain way through it to unlock certain skills. And uh, sometimes you get to a point where, like, you haven't unlocked that skill yet and you're almost done, like I did. <laughs> like, the, like the one where, like, the achievement where you hide in the tree, right, and then you, like, shoot the arrow through the guy and tie him up in the tree instead of just having them hang there. Yeah. Like, that's an achievement, but I didn't unlock it until the ve- almost the very end of the game. <laughs> so uh, there's there's little things like that, but overall... Like I like it because it was more streamlined. Like the it had the the combat and stuff from Rise that I really liked, and and some of the perks and stuff mixed with the kind of streamlined version of the first game. So I I I loved it, and it's my game of the year so far. I just hate those piranha those piranhas. I'm like, oh crap! You just gotta swim in the grass, Ed. Just gotta swim I, in the grass. Uh... <laughs> And then they'd be blocking the door. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> and I don't got no air tank or nothing. Like one or two half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really liked Shadow the Tomb Raider and, uh, it was, it was a good time. So, uh, that's, that's really kind of it. I'm, I'm struggling. I want, I want to beat Spider-Man and I want to play something smaller before I jump into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Cause I know. I know Odyssey is going to take me through the rest of the year, probably, mm-hmm. right? And and because I really want to take my time with that game as well, so uh, I want to do I want to do something kind of small before I tackle another big game. And you know, we we di- we downloaded a ton of indies to play on Switch, so I'm going to check I, I'm going to check a lot of those out. Plus, uh, you know, I I did play a little bit of Diablo three on Switch, so uh, nice. It's uh. I never really played Diablo before, but it's uh, it looks and feels like Diablo. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's. I played it on PS3, but I wanna. I'm just like I think I'm gonna be more committed to it with Switch because having it on the go with me, I could work on my progress. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see what that game looks like on Switch, you can check out the quick look on NGRradio.com. By the time this goes up, uh, there's gonna be a little video on Diablo three just what it looks like and how it runs and stuff. So, uh, it it runs it, it runs at 60 frames perfectly. Uh, no stutter, no hiccups or anything. 60 frames a second. And I think it runs at 900 P in docked or in docked mode. And then in handheld mode, I think it runs at 720. So, uh, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a solid version of the game. If you want to take Diablo Diablo with you. So, I haven't played a Diablo game in forever. <laughs> yeah, I because I, I I used to like uh I think I had two Diablo two yeah, on PC. I think, I think a lot of people yeah. kind of look at two as like the best one. Yeah, but 
I think Diablo 3 was the first console Diablo. No, Diablo, yeah. Diablo 1 came to the original PlayStation. Did it? Yeah. Did it? Yeah, it was bad, oh. but it was there. <laughs> okay. Well, Jesse, yeah, what's I just, been... I, just, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I only played on PC Easy. ever. But... But Jesse, what's um, been in your arsenal? So I I played a little um, of Red Dead 2. Um, I haven't really progressed much more in it. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm not, really, I'm not really... <laughs> I forgot that that game came out since we recorded the show last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I haven't really played enough of it to really, really make too too much you know I, I, I got a couple hours in you know it's i'm i'm enjoying it a lot so far um but i uh, during <laughs> during this halloween week or whatever they uh black uh black ops has like had uh stuff you can unlock and so that's mm-hmm. what most of my time has been going into is trying to <laughs> unlock all the it's, different kinds of things it was so funny so jesse's playing blackout and uh call of duty and i was playing red dead too and we were yeah. just talking uh and it wasn't actually we might do it next week for our discussion i think i was gonna do it this week but i think we're gonna do it next week about uh online play like oh like the bad like just oh yeah dealing with people who don't want to play right yeah because we had a good yeah, we my... had a discussion this good discussion <laughs> about that yeah the the swear words were flying out of my oh. mouth like, so mad <laughs> i i've never heard it's... jesse like switch like i'm like whoa wait okay <laughs> Yeah, it's like these morons were just like on our on my team were just not playing like the game the way it's supposed to be played and and it was just like we were getting slaughtered. Like you literally the second you spawn you wouldn't even be, get a chance to move because you'd be dead by the time you're like you'd be dead before you even have control over moving forward. Because the the team like trapped us in our spawn, mm-hmm. and it was because our teammates were were just standing around. At one point, one of the guys was just like shooting a target on the wall and in, in part of the map instead of actually playing the game. And like like he's just screwing around and like not playing it. So then it ended up causing our team to just get annihilated because we. We literally couldn't move from our spawn because our, my teammates were just being dumb and not playing it the way it's supposed to be played. I was getting so mad because it wasn't even enjoyable at that point. You know, like if you <laughs> if you if you can't even move, like it doesn't even you know you can't even enjoy it. So right, I was just getting mad, and it, it kept on happening. <laughs> So I'm just like yeah, I'm done with this eventually, but nice. Okay, woo. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what's been in my arsenal? Uh, you guys, you, Ed. <laughs> Ed, what's been in your arsenal? <laughs> I'm really interested to hear what you played this week. 
<laughs> well, uh, you guys can watch Power Block to find out what I did with PS4 and, and uh, Switch. But uh, keeping it focused on Xbox, um, I'm still going to do Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, the review will be ready for next week. So you guys will be able to check that out. Um, I'm going to save my thoughts for the review. Uh because me and Jesse kind of been talking talking some things about it. I'm talking. Uh, also talked to Jeff from Nurse Gone Platinum. Shout out to him. Um, we talked a little bit about it. Um, there's very various opinions about it, and I I will say this that I I won't say that it's game of the year material, but I'm not too down on it like I would have been like I was down on Grand Theft Auto 5 so that's a surprise good everybody Ed kind of likes a rock star game <laughs> well I'm just, yes. messing, I'm just messing with you Ed no you know you're actually telling the truth because Max Payne 3 is the only rock star game I pretty much like still don't really consider Max Payne a rock star franchise but mm, I mean whatever. but they they were because Remedy it's didn't work rent. for Max Payne I know but well, and you like Bully too, don't you? Bully is fine. Yeah, I I don't I I didn't have a problem with Bully. Uh, Bully was fine. I just uh, because I I played it on Wii. When I when I think of Max Payne, I just think of those Remedy games. I don't really think too much about Max Payne Three. You know. Well, it's funny they stole. Uh, they implemented some of the stuff from Max Payne Three and uh, Red Dead Two, mm-hmm. uh, like. Well, it's that studio, right? I think I think yeah. that same studio yeah. does. Like Rockstar North is is GTA is the GTA team, but Rockstar San Diego is Red Dead and Max Payne and uh yeah, I think like some of, I think some of the Dead Eye stuff was implemented into from Max Payne and like like mm-hmm. the slow motion stuff and Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot you can see a lot of crossover there. Yeah, so uh you guys will be able to read that review. Um, still playing Forza Horizon Four. Question like, before you move on. Sorry, is yes. Max Payne Three backwards compatible? Not yet. Hmm. Interesting. A lot of people are waiting for it to become backwards, and it's not backwards yet. Because I never played Three, and I really want to, but I don't feel oh. like digging out my 360 and finding a copy of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have it on PS3, and I'm just like, I'm not hooking up my PS3 to play this. <laughs> it's good. I got the story. I got the action. Um, I like how everything was set up and stuff. Like, it. There's something about Max Payne 3 that just works with this story. I know I complain about doing stuff in the past, but it doesn't take you... It, it kind of starts you off um, like it kind of starts you off right with having like kind of the ending of the game and then setting up how the how everything with goes, but it doesn't jump too much back and forth. It, it's something about that just works with Max Payne Three with the story. Um, so yeah, I hope it comes. I hope it get a remastering or becomes backwards. I'll go and buy a copy and play it. Um. Yeah, but playing Forza Horizon 4, still unlocking stuff. Um, been trying to tune my car so I could work on 
doing better turns. <laughs> I was messing up with the alignment. So when I was driving, my car was just shifting all off. I was just like, no, <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> so uh, I still got to fool around with that. But um, I, once again, uh, like it is in the runner for game of the year. Like it, it, it's really, really good. Um, so, uh, hopefully when I get done with Red Dead, after I do the review, uh, my plan is to jump back into Far Cry 5, because I was working on that until Red Dead came on. So, um, I'm going to be jumping back, probably between that and The Surge. Um, I'm going to try to get that. I'm going to get stuff done for my Extinction list because I only got to the end of December to get it done. You know, Battlefield 5 is coming. I'm like, oh, great. That's wonderful. And Diablo 3. I gotta do that review too. Um, but that one, Diablo 3 shouldn't be too hard to review. Um, but yeah, Battlefield 5 I gotta get ready for. So, um, But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been focusing on. Was It's like Red Dead. And when I need a, a break, um, I'm going to be jumping in between like different games, but pretty much like Force of 4. Because I still want to finish unlocking some stuff. So, but that's pretty much been uh, my arsenal. We're going to get into some arse news. I got four stories for everybody. Um, digital card game Eternal coming to Xbox One. Dark Wolf Digital's pre- previous developers of the Elder Scrolls Legends free to play digital card game Eternal is coming to console in November on Xbox One. The title is currently available on mobile and Steam and already has a few expansions and other content offerings. Uh oh. Come on, computer, don't you're you're going too fast. Uh yeah, so that game <laughs> is coming. My computer is acting up everybody. I do apologize. So yeah, uh, there's another digital card game from the from developers of Elder Scroll Legends. Uh thoughts? Cool. Another card yeah, game. Yeah, just not my thing. I there's like the only the only time I don't mind card games is if they're like you know like when they take uh, certain games and make it um like some like if they were to make a digital version of like Cards Against Humanity or something like that Ooh. like oh, that would be fun that would be fun but It'd be super interesting how they would do that right yeah does it get an M for M rating or A O M <laughs> It's yeah. just words. <laughs> not the not the real game. It's no. just words. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna move on. Uh Titanfall developer Respawn might have multiple Woo! games from 2019. Sorry. Well, we kind of knew that from <laughs> E3. But during a quarterly call earning call today, uh EA has announced that their newly acquired studio Respawn will be shipping games plural before the end of 2019. Woo! It is unclear whether that means multiple titles or it was an accidental slip of the tongue, but it is not unreasonable. Across multiple studios, we have new projects underway, including games from Respawn that are slated to launch by next holiday season. EA CEO Andrew Wilson said on the call. Three publicly announced projects are currently in the works at Respawn. Uh, last year's Octal- uh, Oculus Connect, the Facebook-owned company, announced a partnership with Respawn for a new VR game that was not either Titanfall or Star Wars. As an interviewing 
uh, intervening time since Electronic Arts acquired Respawn as an internal studio, but acknowledged that the Oculus deal was still proceeding. At the time of acquisition, EA tried to reassure concerned fans by confirming that Titanfall 3 was in development. Finally, at E3 this year, Respawn CEO Vince Zampella confirmed a Star Wars title named Jedi Fallen Order with a target date of holiday 2019. Assuming Jedi Fallen Order hits its target, that makes it at least one of the titles that Respawner stated to release in 2019. Titanfall 3, while encouraging, seemed decidedly nascent when it was an, when it was announced. That makes the so far under undetailed Oculus title a strong bet for another title to fulfill the plurality of games Wilson Express. Either way, it is nice to know that Respawn is planning to hit 2019 in a fairly big way. Maybe they'll even show footage of one of those games at E3 next year. Oh, you mean they're not going to announce it by running out into the crowd? Saying, <laughs> hey, we have a game, maybe. Yeah, they'll just throw Titanfall 3 on mobile like they did Command and Conquer and think everybody's supposed to be happy and excited for that. So, yeah. I mean... I think I get. I'm assuming that it's expected because Titanfall Two came out in what 2017. Uh, was it 2017 or was it 2017 or 16? 16. Maybe 16. I think it was 16. So I mean, next yeah. falls would be what three years. So mm-hmm. if they're working on the same engine, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh, but well, I still well, think I still think the game that's coming out next year is the Star Wars game or whatever that Oculus thing is. Yeah, I think Titanfall 3 will probably be a new system launch. No, I think it it will probably be in October. uh, Depending on if they have a new Battlefield or if they're going to have a new Call of Duty. Um, If they have, they'll probably have a new Call of Duty, but it might be like Titanfall 3 versus Call of Duty. Uh, And Battlefield 5 or Battlefield might take a break. They might do like DLC for Battlefield. the new Star Wars movies, I think, come out next year. Yeah, the episode nine, I think, comes out next December. Next year. So okay, I so think they would want to line up a Star Wars game with the movie. Yeah. So even if it doesn't have anything to do with the movie, I still think they want to line it up because, oh, Star Wars, oh, there's a new movie, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see what what uh, Titanfall three will look like. That's like one of the the few games like coming from them that I'm like really really excited yeah. to see. Yeah, well, they would... gotta have uh, BP from the from two. Everybody yeah. like it'll love probably him. it'll yeah. probably follow the story of the first game or the second game. Second game. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they left the end kind of open ended with the villain. So they could still use him mm-hmm. and yeah. go from there um, and yeah. still use that main character. Because that story, like I said, and everybody, go check out Pot and Play Season 3. Uh, that just released. We did Titanfall 2. Me, Jesse, and Corey had a great discussion. If you guys want to see it, like people still want a lot of players who missed it to pick that game up. And it's like, it's on normally sale like, all the time for less yeah. than 10 bucks. Like, Physically and digitally, it's on sale for less than ten bucks all the time. If you turn on what your system of choice right now, it's probably on sale. 
I owned the deluxe version for Xbox One and the regular version for PS4. The other thing is, too, I think they would be smart to wait till 2020 if the new consoles are coming out that year. Mm -hmm. That way they they could span both consoles the way Titanfall 1 did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking is like they it would be cool yeah if they they worked on it and had like two versions of it, like one that's you know, that worked on the systems now and then and then have a, a patch basically that would uh upgrade it, you know, like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and look, you know, even better on the new consoles. Yeah. But we'll see at next year's E three. I I'm kind of interested to see if EA is going to be another disaster, or is it going to be like, okay, what did you guys have? Because what are they going to sh- what are they going to show next year? I mean, unless I guess they could show an Anthem expansion, but like, that's and that's the thing because a lot of their stuff. Well, besides that, it, that one small indie game that they show, well, because Phase Out and uh, the. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I forget what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Plus and the, the two guys, that two guy gay when jail that came out. So it's just like, do they show, do they show that Star Wars TV Gosh. DLC for Battlefield? Battlefront. Man, are they really gonna try to have two Star Wars games come out next year? Because next year's next year's probably gonna be Battlefront three. Well, they they gotta get well, that they gotta get that uh the Star Wars content out the DLC for Battlefront. So I don't think they're out. gonna. It just it came is. Out. Oh, it just came out. I didn't yeah. hear. I didn't hear. I didn't hear nothing about it. It's because nobody cares about that game. But like, they've had four content drops this year. Oh, I didn't even know they've they had, dropped they've had, it. They've had five content drops. They had the the ending of the single player campaign. Hmm. They had two small drops in the spring. They had the solo content drop, and then they had two more after it. One literally just came out like a week ago. Oh wow! I didn't even know. It's it's the the Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, that's why I was wondering when it was dropping because I think it's out. It's either it oh. either came out last week or it's coming out next week. It's it's out. Because I haven't seen. EA like marketed or say anything about that. It's because nobody Battlefront Yeah, it would 2, be a waste of money to, to... Battlefront 2 was dead on arrival with well, the microtransaction I, crap. I mean I mean what the, how they announced it at E three, you would think that okay, you know, that's kinda cool. They get they get into some of the uh Clone War characters and people love that T V show. So you would think at least you would think they would try to like repackage it as like a deluxe edition or like a yeah. like a year two edition or whatever and market it with clo- the Clone Wars stuff, but they're not. So yeah, and that's why I'm just like, shoot, nope. I don't. I don't know if IGN, uh, Gay Spot, Polygon. I don't know if anybody knew uh, know when it's coming out or market it because e- with EA not saying nothing. That's that's very concerning. Like, if Disney's not going to make them say anything, that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think Disney's really trying to distance themselves from EA. Also, <laughs> I think I think they realized that the EA stuff was a bad decision. 
Well, and they're just kind of toxic right now. Yeah, like it's getting better, but it's at the same time, it's just yeah, EA just isn't isn't holding the clout that they used to. Well, we got to see who breaks the contract first. Yeah, because I want I I wonder if I wonder if some money went into this contract, like paying for an exclusive or something, or if they just made an agreement that Disney would let EA use their license and in return there's some financial uh, return in it. Well, the the thing is, is like I mean you know, like regardless of what what EA you know, is doing with all this stuff like, mm. you know, like the whole, the whole concept of the Battlefield games like kind of works perfectly for for that kind of Star Wars game, like, you know, it was, like, basically, like, I can see why Disney would have picked them mm-hmm. when they when they did, but, but, yeah, it's, it's the other things, the, you know, the, that, that have really damaged it for that, for them, but. It's, you know, it's a shame, because, like, I do like the Battlefield games, and, I did like that first Battlefront game, but but yeah, it's just you know, unfortunately they get greedy. <laughs> Company yeah. businesses get greedy and and make make poor decisions. Which is before we get to the next story, which is uh, problematic uh, for Black Ops Four because. Um, they just introduced microtransactions, and you remember you were talking about the updates, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might have been for one of them because they changed. Um, it was like some level up system, I guess, for uh, cosmetics or for your gun and stuff. It, yeah. it, it was it was like Ecore or something like that. It, uh, I was watching the note for it, and so what happened was um, Activision. Like if you want to get it faster, like quicker, you could b- use real money, real money to buy, I guess, currency or level or where, whatever points or something to make the gun uh, uh, stronger or something like that. And okay. they end up raising the level cap for it if you don't want to pay for it. And okay. uh, I think I think that might be something in. Um in zombie mode because i i think mm. zombie mode has some like like pain pain type things things you can buy in zombie uh-huh. mode with real money uh now mind you the the credits that you buy with real money for that game yeah you can you can actually um earn those by playing zombie mode itself so there there are like so it's one of those situations where you can get those credits in game, but you also can buy them. Yeah, and what the, I think they cha- they changed the grinding level because they raised them up. So okay. I think what happens is that if you're playing that zombie mode, you'll get less credits. So okay. and that will try to force you to um to buy and stuff. And uh, I was watching, like I said, I was watching to know about it and. Uh, I was just like, uh-oh, Activision about to play this? This is not good. Well, the, the, I'll say this, though. The the thing the thing with that is, is um, 
at least it's not affecting the main multiplayer or like it's not really affecting like blackout mode so like basically you know it's in the zombie it's in the one zombie mode and if you like pain pain money in that mode isn't gonna affect how like if someone levels up quicker by paying money to do it, it's mm. not going to affect anyone except for the person that's paying money to level up faster. So that's one thing about it, at least that it's not really that big of a deal because it's not like it's affecting where when you're going against someone else online that that they'll be overpowered and it's and it, and they have an advantage over you because of that of them spending money. No. So, because because zombie mode is a is a um, co op style game, you don't actually play against other people online. So, like, it doesn't really make that big of a difference. It's it's just if you want to be able to level something up faster, you can. But it, like I said, it doesn't really affect anyone except for the person. So if you choose that you want to spend money for that, so be it, you know, it doesn't really, it's not really anything that's, that really is harmful in any way. I think people are just, I think people are just upset that, upset that they, uh, Activision threw it in. Um, I don't know if there was a warning or anything and they just changed some stuff, but yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, I expected microtransactions to be in that game. But yeah. I thought like Activision would give some kind of heads up, but we'll see yeah, what happens I mean, with that. They could have really been shitty, and they could have said that even with the, with a season pass, you could still have to try to uh, buy a season, you know, like buy the things to unlock the the progression bar stuff, Ooh. you know, like you know, like what they have in uh, in uh, what is it, um, Fortnite and stuff, you know, like yeah. where when you as you progress there's those different tiers that unlock different cosmetics you know like they could have they really wanted to be jerks they could have did something like that but you know but yeah i I don't know i i really don't have any issues with so far with any of the um the you know like stuff that you pay for in game Mm. so far so far it's not bad but give it time. Who knows? They might <laughs> they might F it up. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to move on to the next story. Apple claims that new iPad is as graphically powerful as Xbox One S. At an Apple event, the Cupertino-based technology company behind many of the world's most ubiquitous devices revealed new iterations of those devices, including a new iPad model. The new iPad Pro was shown off on stage with Vice President of Hardware Engineering John Turnus making comparisons to modern consoles for the tablet device. He states, to put it another way, uh, while the slide on the screen behind a chance to show a picture of Microsoft's white Xbox One S, the iPad Pro delivers Xbox One S class graphics performance in a product that's 94% smaller amid the applause, he adds, and there's no AC cord required. When Microsoft Gaming Chief Phil Spencer was pinged on Twitter about the comment, he was definitely encouraging of a future where mobile devices can play with consoles. Uh... And he says, uh, I like the reference to 
Xbox One S in the in the announce. Apple stepping up the iPad Pro for some great Xbox to iPad crossplay matches. Nice. Uh, it's interesting to note that Apple didn't shy away from the comparison at all. Similar to Hawaii directly comparing their fault to Nintendo Switch. Ooh, that disaster. <laughs> While tablets are still not ideal for gaming the same way consoles are, if only for heat reasons, Microsoft does seem keen on handling the control aspect of it. And then if you guys want to watch the Apple conference or refresh it, you can on Game Informer. So... Uh, I think be prepared to spend twelve hundred dollars. No, iPads have come down in price significantly since they launched. So, well, but I if think... this is a newer one, if this is a newer one that they're talking about, like because the the iPhone itself was like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So I can only imagine the the, the tablet's phone. probably like three thousand. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> the most the most recent iPad. Like the the most expensive, the most expensive one, which is like the Wi-Fi plus cellular data, the most space, the like the the biggest screen was was only about eleven hundred dollars, which I mean it's still expensive, but it's not as expensive as they used to be. So uh, well, yeah, uh, but in terms of like processing power and graphical fidelity. This kind of fits in line with what Ed, you and I were kind of chatting about the other day where like Microsoft kind of there's a rumor going around that Microsoft is designing controllers that can attach to tablets and phones and stuff. And if you can get an Xbox One S quality uh, graphical fidelity out of a out of a Apple tablet that does a ton of other things like that, that that really bodes well for like the X cloud and game pass and these yeah. detachable controllers that are supposed to be working on. Like, that's awesome. That's what I've wanted from Xbox for so long, you know, ever since smart glass, right. Is like, mm-hmm. I want that. I want that so bad. And if I can sit on the couch and play halo or Forza while we're watching TV or destiny or tomb Raider or, or grind and assassin's creed or whatever, like that'd be so cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think that would be I just like you said, uh, uh, said Corey. I think that would be a fitting way to use X Cloud and use Game Pass, like because you, I'm like, if they have the chips and the processing power, just like Xbox One S, it should be easier to recognize the game from uh, Game Pass. Load it up and bam, be ready to play with a wireless controller connected to it. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually quite. I've been looking to get a, a tablet at some point. I haven't had mm-hmm. one in a long time, just because like, I don't know. I had the, a laptop and a phone, and I thought that was enough. But there's things that that I would like to do on my phone that you just can't do, like I don't know, read <laughs> or you know, <laughs> browse the internet or write uh, when you just don't feel like sitting at your desk. So. Uh, yeah, I've been looking to get a tablet, and if this xCloud stuff is what they're saying it is, and these controllers end up coming out at some point, like, I don't know, this year or next might be the time to jump in for me. So this is this is good news, and I like I like my Apple stuff, so because I'm weird. Yeah, I'm I'm a HP kind of person with uh, Windows. 
Windows so much. I hate <laughs> well, Windows. I, I have an I, undying I kinda, hatred for Windows. I kind of switched from uh, HP to Acer. I like Acer or Asus. They're like both the same thing. Speaking uh, of, I think Acer is the uh, main company. But go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. Speaking of Windows, did you notice that the Xbox logo is just the Windows logo turned like 45 degrees and then wrapped in a circle? Yes. That blew my <laughs> mind. I just I figured that out last week on my own. I was like, this is amazing. I can't wait to tell people. And then people just looked at me like I was stupid. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you got a point. <laughs> but then if you tilt your head and look at it you'd be like oh it is <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> well, uh, we're going to get into our last story uh, Bethesda warns of Fallout 76 glitches like deleting entire client the first beta for non-Xbox One only players for Fallout 76 is going on right now, and it's been a bit of a hair on fire situation for Bethesda. While the publisher warned that there may be some bugs in the pre-order beta for the game, the Bethesda support Twitter account has definitely made it seem like things aren't entirely under their control. Uh, hashtag uh, Fallout 76. It says PC hashtag Fallout 76 beta players. We are aware of an issue with the client and are investigating. Do not click any buttons on a client for the time being. Uh, so yes, do not click any buttons. And that was Twitter uh, from Bethesda on October 30th. Just, There's a host this of... just sounds like a mess. This this whole game just sounds like <laughs> like I said, it's Metal Gear Survivor or sub. <laughs> survive all over it's, again it's worse like it's yeah. just it's just worse because uh, uh, at least I, metal I, gear it, it uh, least... oh don't worry because i got more <laughs> oh trust me <laughs> there's a host of other replies assuring people that betas are meant to be broken and status updates about preloads not working it's all mostly expected except the button one was real weird after pre-using pre the twitter accounts for a while and reaching out to people affected it turned out that this wasn't a simple freezing glitch if you don't follow bethesda's advice when the client freezes and click around like mad it doesn't just crash your client what happens is that the game is downloading content but isn't surfacing this extremely well while installing the content the client uh the client hitches freezing Clicking on buttons at this point, such as try to cancel in frustration, deletes the entire client, all 50 gigabytes of it. The Fallout 76 beta is gigantic because it's the entire game. You could carry over your progress from the game to the full title when it releases, but as a result, the client has to be the full game to let you go anywhere and do anything you would in the full title. Basically, you're downloading, downloading the game again. It actually becomes the fa this fascinating uh, meta-narrative around the game. The proverbial big red button that launches nuclear missiles is both the horrific f fiction in the Fallout universe and the potential horrific reality in ours, where two nations go to nuclear war and, for the most part, end a large chunk of Western civili civilization for millennia at best. To have the Fallout account warn that there are catastrophic effects to clicking buttons is generally fascinating to the point where it makes uh, this person who wrote the story wonder if it was almost intentional. 
they reached out to Bethesda to find out if they plan to add new beta ties due to this problem. In terms of practical advice, simply do what Bethesda says here and you'll be fine. Uh, imagine this is only a glitch they're going to have to iron out by the game's release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on November 14th. Okay, Corey, go ahead. You know what this sounds like? This sounds worse than changing your name on PlayStation. Oh! <laughs> this just sounds like, hey, you can play our game, but we recommend you not playing our game because it's broken. This is a cluster cluck. This is... Uh, I... I've never known a beta to be this broken. I mean, usually, well, usually this is like. Well, out, to be like, to be fair though, like we've never gotten to play, uh, um, you know, usually janky, uh, Fallout game before it was actually finished. <laughs> and I guarantee you, every this, single Fallout game ever made was probably this bad. I don't know what's. Launch. I don't know what's worse, the Final Fantasy fourteen release that. The original version that they had to cancel remake, the PC well, version was just of bad. Batman it wasn't gonna like kill your computer and everything inside of it. Uh, I don't know what the PC version of Batman Knight Arkham Knight or this, <laughs> like this is insane for a beta. Yeah, just, it I just. Mean, I mean, I get it's it. It's like. I get it. It's a beta. It's you're they're uh, supposed to figure out what's broken before the game ships, right? But it's like <sighs> they got a week and a half. No, they got until next week to finish this. I mean, to be fair, this is this is probably a three month old build at this point. Mm-hmm. And you send it out into the wild, and I'm sure. You know, this beta started, what, two weeks ago on Xbox? Yes. Well, but technically, they're saying it's the full game. Well, the the client is the full game because they're going to carry it over. But, I mean, yeah. I don't... Well, I, look, but, I think... I just think... I just think it's just sad. And I think it's there's only certain days that you can play it, even. It's like one of those things, too. I, I think, think we're can... only certain times... Yeah, I think play. you can play it every day, but it's just certain times that you can play it. Yeah, which makes this beta even worse. Because it's like, okay, we only want you playing at certain times because... They don't want people to get overpowered, I think. It's yeah, probably part of the issue. probably yeah. true, too, since your your progress carries over. I guess I didn't really think about that. This is a game that do not need cross-play. Until it, and I don't think this game is going to be ironed out until next March. I don't think this game is ever going to be ironed out. There's still bugs in Skyrim. There's still bugs in Fallout Three and Four. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just the engine, right? And I don't know if this engine is made to be online either, which is going to cause a whole set of new new problems. But isn't it the it's Fallout Four engine? Yeah, and the it's which is based on the Fallout Three engine. It's it's all the same engine. It's just it's just the engine. It's just a bad engine, you know. And uh, like they're not going to replace this engine until Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. That's just how it's going to be. I right? think Microsoft so. does it well. I I I think Bethesda would be in a big trouble if Microsoft 
does buy Obsidian. Well, they already said they're never going to outsource Fallout or Elder Scrolls again, which, you know, Fallout New Vegas is often said to be the better Fallout game. So, but, uh, but and, and Fallout just, New Vegas was working, at least worked when it came out. Which is funny because Obsidian is also known to have a lot of weird bugs in their games, too. Oh, wow. So, which is funny that that game didn't have nearly as many bugs as, as Fallout 3 did, but, uh, I don't know. This this just sounds like it sounds like an experiment that they wanted to try, and I feel like they're yeah. just now instead of being excited to release a new game, I just feel like they're in damage control because we live in 2018 where the oh. internet just gets mad about everything. So, oh, the PC community is going to fix this all up. They can't mod it because it's an online game. They won't allow mods. Are they not? No, because it's an online game. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they ah, like if it was yeah. just if it was just like a sequel to Fallout Four, they'd probably welcome mm-hmm. mods. But it is an online only game, and the modding community will not be able to fix it because that's how you can exploit the game. That's how you can add items into the game. That's how you can. Ah, uh, like, gotcha. It's, it's just like a progression type thing. So, and, and see, that's why I said the PC community will fix it because I think they will somehow make an update of their own that people could download and it just well, fix I'm, the game. I'm sure some someone somewhere will make a version of this game run on private servers with mods and mm-hmm. fixing the game and whatever. Like, I'm sure someone will do that. But in an official capacity, this game will not have mods. So yeah, I wonder what's going to happen if people try to pirate this game. I'm like, <laughs> you gonna pirate a broken game? Well, the the thing the thing is is it's just this the Fallout the Fallout games just to me like have never like the way that the 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 controls and the things work in those games mm-hmm. it, they just don't make sense to be be played in an online format like they're trying to do like the whole locking on system to aim at the different body parts and all that stuff yeah like watching the video of that stuff happen in an online version of it it just looks so dumb and just so bad like it just doesn't work for that kind of game type like the on, the whole online real real time stuff because like the whole idea of that that lock on stuff is it's supposed to be slowing down time and you know like get like be your character locking on and and making a, you know certain shots wherever you want it to and to be doing a slowdown time but you can't because you're in real time it's, it's just i don't know it and, well it's least... just weird it's just really weird and and like i just like i even though like i know a lot of times the fallout games have been like very buggy and stuff i've usually still ended up getting almost every single one of them since mm-hmm. fallout 3 anyways but I've never been so like not interested in something like I am with this game. Like well, it just doesn't interest me at all. 
Well, at least Bethesda did one thing right and said that it's not coming to Switch because it's not doable. <laughs> I was just like, shoot, this yeah. game's not doable. No, not even doable for PC. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a shame because I, you know, I want to support them because I do like a lot of the other stuff and you know a lot of the things that they do. But it's just, I mean, I guess you know, like. You got to give them props for just trying something oh, different, yeah. I guess. You know, like, you know, and hopefully the, there is a, gr- you know, like people out there that, that really have been waiting for something like this to happen and it does get fixed so those people people can enjoy it. But, like, yeah, it's just, it just doesn't, though? yeah, it just doesn't interest me, though. Like, for six, like I could understand if this game... At the state that it was in was twenty five dollars. I think because... I think a lot of those costs uh, and like that they when they do something like that, it's mm-hmm. because because you've got to remember like there's going to be so much like updating and like when you when you're dealing with an online game like that, there's a, so much money that gets stuck into to uh tweaking things and updating things and and that's i think usually where those costs come from but like why why those type of games usually end up being 60 dollars but it feels like this is just my opinion i think when the game comes out a lot of people are going to feel like this game is just now it went from beta to early access um, because yeah. if they don't fix this game by the time it's released, I don't know how this game is going to get reviewed. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to review it if it's in a broken state. Because, like, do Game Informer and them, do they got to go buy their copy? Because they're probably, like, playing the game now. And they gotta have a review out before the game comes out. Oh no, because Bethesda doesn't do reviews anymore. They, they no, don't they send do. their copies. Though. They do now. They oh, they changed the policy. Yeah. Okay. Just, just because, like, I think they did it because Dishonored didn't sell well, and like that was the last game. Dishonored or Evil Within Two didn't really sell well, and they didn't send out early review code, and I they think that that's why, so they stopped doing that. Okay. So, I mean, look, Bethesda can release Fallout and Elder Scrolls all they want. But, like, I've always said that the most interesting things that Bethesda publishes is the things are the things that Bethesda doesn't do internally. Just give me Doom, Wolfenstein, Rage. Like, I think Rage 2 looks awesome, you know? Yeah, I, it looks mm-hmm. like a lot of fun. I mean... You know, those games are always super polished and, and well done. And even The Evil Within is like, I don't do horror games, but I did play a, t- a tiny bit of The Evil Within, and what I played was super polished. And I, I, I think. Have that on my PS4, I need to work. I think, I think, you know, Bethesda does a lot of cool things, and Fallout and Other Scrolls are for certain people. Just not for me. You know, I, I even tried again with Skyrim when it came to Switch. I'm just like, man, I just can't. I just can't do this. <laughs> so, yeah, and I know Jason's been playing it uh, for Nerds Going Platinum. So, uh, I'll probably talk to him um, probably in the week and see what he thinks. Um, but yeah, 
everybody, that's going to be our Arsenal ex, uh, Arsenal exchange, our Arsenal news. Who never this? <laughs> Whoa, that's that's just insane. And it, it sounds like it's just more for PC than it is for console. But I know it, there's been bugs on the console version, mm-hmm. but just not that many. Um, so, um, we're going to get into our Arsenal exchange now. Um, so. When I did the solo theme, and me and Corey was talking about this, uh, Tomb Raider got bombed because it had a price drop, and they were bombing it on uh, PC. Yeah, and, uh, review bombed, which is yeah, like, review bombed. Which for people that don't know are just user reviews that go in to show. I mean, it's they're just user reviews, uh, basically, and it's when a group of people come together to to negatively take down a game you know yes. where you know shadow of the tomb raider was getting really high marks on steam and then you know I, well ed you can continue i guess. i was just wanting to explain well no d- d- no that's that's fine well my my general question is to to follow uh to do this part too because i kind of want to hear from you jesse and i want to hear from you Corey. uh why games why games get an unfair treatment by by certain communities you know like have a review bomb because I'm like Shadow of the Tomb Raider shouldn't got a review bomb because there was a price drop like well, even I, just, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like Square figured out that like you know this game was kind of going up a, against a lot of big games this fall right mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, as sad as it is, I don't think these new Tomb Raider games stack up against, you know, Spider Man, which is beloved by everyone around the world, and Assassin's Creed, which is coming off of a hot year with Origins and Odyssey, yeah. and then, you know, Call of Duty and Blackout Mode is is such a standout, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, there's so many big games that, you know. This is the same thing that happened when Rise came out for as an Xbox One exclusive up against Fallout and and uh, Battlefront One, right? It was like, yeah. Oh, there's a new Star Wars game coming out. Oh, there's a new Fallout game coming out. You're not going to be able to compete with those games, right? And it's like, I think Square was trying to move units and they're trying to do anything they could to compete against these big guns. And so, you know, yeah. And look, Steam wasn't the only one that had this game on sale, right? Xbox had it on sale. PlayStation had it on sale. Like this game was on sale across the board at I, what was it like forty four ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine or something? Uh, like forty four. Yeah, like forty four ninety nine. Yeah. So, which is like a twenty five percent discount, which is fine, right? And it's like mm-hmm. people that pre ordered it or bought in day one, or you know, I think I think uh, the version with the season pass was sixty nine ninety nine, which was like a 33% price drop or whatever and people were yeah. people were mad at Square Enix for dropping the price of the game a month after release when they bought in on day 1 and they could and, have and, waited 30 days and gotten it for so much cheaper which a lot of and, people a lot of people don't buy in on day 1 a lot of people wait for games to go on sale on sale and, and like me you was talking Corey it's just like it's a month it's in fact it was it felt like almost two months that the game came out I think it and, was I think it was like five weeks since five two, weeks something like that right so I'm mean, like if they go if they want to push more units and grab their attention 
why not put it on the sale? There's been a lot of games that's been on console that, you know, two or three weeks after it came out, it go on sale and people snag it up. Yeah, Madden, was, like, Madden was on sale three weeks after it came out. It's like, I, I don't understand. I, I just, I feel like the internet is just a terrible place with pockets of, of good things in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like when you give somebody an open platform like Twitter, well, Twitter's the absolute worst. Uh, you know, Facebook to a lesser extent, but, but like you go to a place like Steam or these video game uh, uh, review places where people are allowed to post user reviews. Metacritic's terrible at this too, but like, oh yeah, you let people have an open platform to review the game and. I get the intent of user reviews. It's supposed to be helpful, right? If people treat it how it's supposed to be, like it's supposed to be helpful for people and to choose, oh, I want to play this game or not. Where like some of the reviews for Shadow of the Tomb Raider when this bomb when this uh review bombing was happening was like, Hey, this game's great, but Square put it on sale and I'm just getting around to reviewing it, so uh I'm giving a negative score because it's on sale. And it was obviously much worse language than that but like the point is is like people were reviewing the game because it was on sale they were reviewing it poorly and, and that's Steam, unacceptable and steam, like, steam, steam allows this my my thing would have been if i was steam i would be like if it's in your queue i want to see what progress you made on this game because i'm just like if you only mad if you're reviewing this that is uh because it's on sale and stuff I think Steam should have just like erased that and not counted as a review. Yeah, well, I think the what what needs to be done is like the IMDb or the or not IMDb is uh, um, like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that, where where the 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 main like rating of the game that come like that like you would have to be like a uh like someone that works for like you know IGN or someone that works like you know like have a section where it's just the critics like the people who who like have like have you know are like a popular or famous for doing reviews and all that mm-hmm. stuff like have it where the rating depending on critics and then a user review rating you know, like kind of like Rotten Tomatoes does, where you can get the two well, different ones, where one one isn't Metacritic... affected, one isn't affected by the other. Well, that's so what like... Metacritic is in in a way is because they have uh, the user reviews and they have uh, like the critic reviews, the journalist reviews, and they keep yeah. them separate. You know, yeah. so you can have like a ninety five for critics and then have a 65 for user they don't affect yeah. each other um, yeah. but steam is just looks like yeah that they just let anyone say whatever they want to in whatever review they put it as or stars or numbers whatever they use that affects the overall of that game yeah yeah and that's and that's that's the thing is like uh, there should be some kind of system like that where where when people want to do this kind of stuff, it, it isn't really affecting the uh, the overall rating of the actual game for what it is, and not because 
someone decides that they just want to hate something, you know, or whatever. It's it's just kind of yeah, that's dumb that that the, that the people can actually affect the 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 actual rating of the game. Yeah, and like I mean, Steam does kind of like doesn't really count their scores against the game like they mm-hmm. they have well I, let me put it this way they have the option for people to view the page as as like proper quote unquote official reviews or uh, uh what do you call it fan reviews uh user reviews yeah and you can either have the option to view the page as a user review which is you know it shows you that score of the user reviews or you have the official reviews and then it shows something different right but then they color code all their games based on the reviews where like i think blue is like an 80 or above and then yellow is like what is it like 60 to 80 or whatever and then Mm -hmm. anything under 60 is brown which is like literally the color of poop and like Tomb Raider, Tomb Raiders after after this started happening, in one day it went from blue to brown, which is like an awful way, awful thing. Like, and I feel really bad because Idos Montreal already had a, a tough hill to climb. They're coming out in the middle of of fall when all the big games are coming out. They're, yes. they're not the quote-unquote primary studio of Tomb Raider. They're the, the, the you know, B-team, if you will. Not not I'm not saying that der- being derogatory or anything. Like, Crystal Dynamics is the A-team for Tomb Raider. And, yes. you know, since they're working on the Avengers game, like, Eidos Montreal took this game over. And, you know, that automatically str- put a strike against them. And now this is, like... They can't catch a break, man. I, th- I don't know. I feel so bad. I think this, like, it, personally, personally for me, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the best game in the new trilogy. Like, I, I love the combat. I love the stealth. I think the story, yes. like, the writing is the best in the series. Like, it's just a great video game to play, right? And Lara is an interesting character. Jonah is yes. an interesting character. The world they built is interesting. Like the villains are are you know not. I mean, at the end you they are villains, but like at the beginning you're like, are they really villains or are you the bad guy? Like you you question it, which also makes you kind of play the game differently. This game does a lot of cool things. In like I think you should pl- anybody should play all three of these games. But if you're gonna play one of these games, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is a game I think you should play. And, see, and I was going to ask if this was a humble bumble deal, like having all three games for fifty dollars, would people complain? I mean, yeah, because people complain about everything, but it's it's just. Sad, but they're man. getting, I, but they're getting the trilogy, right? But it's, people are still going to mm-hmm. complain because yeah, it's the internet. Oh, and they, like they must and like see yours. this game is great because they're putting it on sale, Ooh, like. Very rarely do games not go on sale. Call of Duty is a franchise that never goes on sale. Grand Theft Auto is a franchise that never goes on sale. I'm sure Red Dead won't go on sale. Like, there are very few for, like, pretty much anything Nintendo doesn't go on sale, but that's just because that's just a whole nother different 
thing. But like, yeah. Outside of Nintendo, there are very few franchises that will go on sale. And after and, a month to six weeks to eight weeks. So like I don't know why this in particular is getting this. It's because, because like like whenever you have like you know, the bigger games that, that mm-hmm. don't go on sale, there's a reason for that because they are so popular. And and when when something is super popular it seems to have uh, uh, unrealistic at times uh, rating. Whereas when a when a game like this comes out that doesn't have all the popularity, like you you tend to get sometimes an unfair rating. Like I I just feel like sometimes people are way too um, what's it called like just bi- biased biased on things, and I just like it. Just a lot of the times I I don't. That's why, like, it's even with movies. Like, I don't, I don't pay attention to what people rate movies. Like, if it's something that I think is going to be interesting, I go and I see it. I don't pay attention to what people say because if I didn't pay attention, or if I paid attention to what people rate things, I, mm. a lot of the movie great movies that I've seen, I well, I wouldn't have seen. Like, well, Jesse, let me ask you this: Do you think people? If this game did not have, and I think I'm assuming that it won't have a Black Friday deal. I haven't seen seen that anywhere. I haven't checked Best Buy or stuff. Do you think people would still be up would be upset if this game didn't go have a Black Friday sale and was still sixty bucks across the board, console and PC? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, because uh, it's the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer I, for everything now. <laughs> it's the internet. Well, here's the thing. Let, let me let me throw this at you. Mm-hmm. Shadow of the Tomb Raider's been out for what? When did it come out? September 14th or 7th? I think so. Yeah, it's like the second week or no, the first week of uh. So it was August, what, September? September 7th, right? Mm-hmm. It's now. Let's see. This happened last week, so. Let's see. Six weeks after it happened, God of yes. War. God of War was thirty nine ninety nine the first week of E three. Guess what? That was out seven weeks before it went on sale. Why weren't people but mad that, then? Because that's because people game. didn't buy it because God of War wasn't <laughs> on PC. It, it, it doesn't matter. Why weren't people mad uh, that it was on sale? Because it's a Sony game. It's you know the best game ever made. <laughs> That's my but, point, though. But is like, asking, Court, you're making a great point. I mean, uh, Detroit was on sale six weeks after it came out. I mean, Spider-Man isn't on sale yet, but like, I, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of Black Friday deal for it, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, Black Friday is a whole different beast, but like, you see my point where like, games go on sale. Like early adopters, you pay a premium to be part of the conversation. That's what this whole industry thrives on: is for people like us to spend the sixty dollars to talk about the games, and then they convince their friends to buy the games later on down the road, and they buy them cheaper because they're not going to be a part of the conversation that we're having. And and deep. 
and I've wondered because Mass Effect Andromeda did this in a way like a week or two after it came out the digital version went to like like the deluxe version I paid $41 for that mug yeah, on that's, Xbox that's what I'm saying like, and, and like pe- I mean Mass Effect Andromeda like wasn't a quote unquote great game but it went on sale it was literally on sale two weeks after it came out Exactly. And, like, it wasn't a bad game. It got, like, sevens and eights and stuff. You know, same as same as Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, I mean, it's gotten nines at a lot of places, but it's gotten some lower-end scores, like six and a half to sevens, too. Like, wh- who cares? Like, and, and, like, Mass Effect Andromeda went through the same thing where, like, people were mad because the game wasn't the game they wanted, and, like, it had all kinds of, like, bugs and issues and glitches and stuff but like yeah it was literally on sale two weeks after it came out i got mass effect andromeda what three months after it came out mm-hmm. for under ten dollars <laughs> digitally under ten dollars digitally three months after it came out and you know ea was using that to sell copies and for some people it it worked and I, I just it's 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 very weird that people would pick and choose. The only and the only reason why I didn't get Mass Effect Andromeda when it came out is because the Switch was coming out, and I had exactly. I had Switch, Zelda, and Horizon I, Special Edition. I had them all pre-ordered, and I was like, "Well, Mass Effect is the game that's getting the cut here." You know. Like, shoot, I think me and you, Corey, we was in the same boat with Switch. Like, even though I didn't have my Switch, I had tons of games that I brought that I got to get through. Yeah, like, but you still, still to... you still bought a bunch of, of Wii U games at the time. You got Horizon yeah. at the time. Like, I mean, we're we're all on some, some sort of budget, right? And, like, we can't buy everything at once, right? I didn't right. buy Red Dead because I bought Spider-Man and Tomb Raider and Call of Duty, right? Like... My my money's got to go places, and I'm I I skipped Red Dead. I mean, I'm not that interested in playing Red Dead, but like, I would still play it if I didn't have anything else great to play right now. Like, I waited I waited three weeks to buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I wanted to play Spider Man and Tomb Raider first, right? Like, right. You just make the choices, and like, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you're gonna spend the sixty to eighty dollars depending on what version of the game you buy. And just because six weeks later the conversation's over, Square Square's Square's still in the business of of selling games and making money. They gotta move right. units somehow, and you're gonna move more units if the if the game is cheaper. Like, and you you don't want the telltale situation to happen to uh, Idols Montreal. I mean, not saying that it will happen, but I'm just like, that's the thing about it. They got that Marvel money too now, (laughs) because they're they're moving on to Guardians, I think (laughs) is the rumor. So, Oh, wow. But I'm just like, when you don't support a... I feel like if you're going to support a game when it comes out, support it. If it goes on sale, don't be mad. Be like, hey, y'all, this is on sale. Go ahead and pick up a copy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, I mean, we were talking about that earlier today when we were recording Pod and Play, and we were talking about the Messenger not selling well, even though it's getting critically yeah. acclaimed. It was on sale three weeks after it came out. Granted, it's only a twenty dollars game, and it was what fifteen ninety nine. 
but like right. that's still a that's still like a a twenty five percent decrease in in what you're selling it for. Like nobody got mad that the messenger went on sale on PC and Switch because it didn't sell well. Like they got it. They got to move units. They have to pay their employees. They're in the business of making money and moving units. If your units don't sell at sixty dollars, you got to drop the price to try to sell more units. Right. Like you have to well, make and the it's sacrifices like... somewhere. And the game's been out for two months. It's gonna be on sale. <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. What you say? Uh, I was gonna say like should, so should we also so up. should the people like you like you had that that buy games like outright when they when they come out should we get right. mad because uh oh well the person who has game pass got forza horizon 4 day one for nothing but what they paid. i was gonna bring up game pass i was gonna bring up game pass too like we paid we paid the price we paid the price for two full games this year for game pass and we've already gotten our money's worth because we played sea of thieves we played state of decay we've played forza horizon 4 and uh you know, there's, and then you get this this sprinkling of all the other games that you download through there, right? Like, right. yeah, but including those... some games that that are on there day one that are third party. Yeah, and and like... and you st- and you still have the chance on Game Pass if they took one of the Microsoft games off and you had to take a game off to put a new game on your system, you can't download it no more until you buy the game. I got the physical copy. I don't have to worry about that. But I put that $60 because, A, it's a physical copy for me. I'm always going to be able to pop it in and play it at any time that I want to. If it, you know, if anything happens to Game Pass or something, I, or or if the internet go down or something and your system messed up, I could, I could pop my copy in and play it. I mean, you know, at, at that point, though, if anything, if... If Microsoft ends up going away, I think there's bigger problems in this world than like <laughs> Game Pass and Xbox going away. Pretty you know, it's much, not yeah. it's not exactly like a Sega situation, but but it's not. But it's just like it's not guaranteed that if you and, and if you don't renew your uh if you don't renew your uh Game Pass or your Xbox Live account, the games are gone. You can't play them. Well, that I mean, that's what you're paying for, though. Like, if you don't pay for it, you don't get it get it right and like yeah. game pass game pass has been on sale like there was a time where you could get six months for 30 dollars instead of 60 like xbox live is on sale like people wait for sales all the time i don't yeah. i just don't understand it it's part like, of how life works oh, dude gosh, people I'm, are so I'm, stupid dude. sorry everybody i'm on I'm cheap ass gamer on twitter i'm getting trying to find <laughs> yeah that, so yeah we should we should get mad at like every game that we bought that goes on sale during black friday black you know friday how many games that... i bought in this year that went on sale after i bought them gosh i would have i would have had a stroke by now <laughs> if i had to get mad at every game that went on sale after i purchased it <laughs> it, it just like like Murray said, because the internet wants to be mad. And this conversation is mostly, I mean, it could apply to any gamer who feels that way, but I'm just like, you're not doing any justice to yourself reviewing, review bombing a PC game. A PC version of a game, I said. Because the console players 
who paid $60 or traded in games to bring it down to a low price, they they played it, they beat it, or it's in their backlog and they're going to get to it whenever stuff calms down. Or they might even get to it next year. Yeah. I'm like, so, like, PC players have so much other stuff to play. Review by me is not going to be like, hey, Square Enix, we showed you. Oh, Square Enix is just like, oh, okay, showed us what? That you gave us a negative review for a game? We already made our money because we've got enough people to buy the game. Yeah. And we're still going to continue to have people to buy it. Are there's you going to be pissed? There's more important things to be mad about, dude. Like, well, if you're going to get mad at a game, like, look at look at something like, look at something like Battlefield Five, right? It they're launching. They already delayed the game, but they're not launching like the biggest selling point of their game until March, March or April, right? Like, I, for me, like Firestorm is the biggest selling point of that game. And it's not coming out till March or April, and you're telling me it, people aren't going to get mad when that game is discounted when that when that the main selling point of the game is. And the game comes <laughs> out at for sixty dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you're paying yeah. you're paying sixty dollars for like half of or a third of the game. You know, and it's like whatever i don't know it's I'm... well it's like everything in life like there's always like if you want something convenience it's always going to be more expensive yeah so like you know yeah. like because that's the thing is you know like should we get mad that that you can buy a game for 15 dollars sometimes in the store but it's still 30 on you know digitally mm-hmm. you know no because it's it's a convenience that that's just the way things work now and and it's been like that for a long time so you know like to get mad now and me and Corey was talking about double dipping uh we're talking about buying the game digitally for 19 bucks or 15 bucks and then you outright still buy the physical one for 40 plus yeah i mean like ed you know just as well as anybody like and the, the reason why most games go on sale anyways so the retailers can clear space for the new games coming in exactly because they need they need they need to clear shelf space for these games. For the and games. like and I know like the review bomb was on a digital website, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that like sales happen all the time. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean look How at look go... at look at all the look at all the Wii and Wii U garbage that like went on clearance and stuff when this when the Switch came out. And it's like they needed to clear space for a system that like Look, the physical copy of Breath of the Wild was thirty four ninety nine at my Best Buy because they were clearancing it out so they could make room for Switch stuff because it was the only Wii U game left to sell. Dude, we sold Breath of the Wild on Wii U for fifty nine ninety nine at Toys R Us Steel when we had to get rid of all of that stuff. At regular price, people were still buying Mario Baseball at fifty bucks on Wii on Wii. I know. I'm I'm I know, but like, Years like after I said, the game came out. <laughs> yeah, but like like I said, Nintendo is just a different beast yeah. and that's their stuff. They hold their stuff to a higher standard and want their stuff. Well, when you got they want they... their games to be held at like a premium style product, you know. <laughs> when you put Animal Crossing Festival for 9.99, if you know one still buys it. the bundle with No, both dude, it was the... a it when when we went to Toys R Us when they were closing, that bundle was a dollar ninety nine, and Star Fox was eleven ninety nine, 
which comes with two games, by the way, and then Twilight Princess HD with the Amiibo was like less than twenty dollars. So, oh, you know, I bought me I mean, some. I mean, and then they then they had Disney Infinities for ninety nine cents. <laughs> oh shoot! And then we the Skylanders, the, the Skylanders were like five for like two dollars or something. It was like just get them out. <laughs> oh, dude, we put the mugs for like fifteen for ten cent, and they were gone. And then the only ones that were left were Spyro, which is the character the game is based on. <laughs> so, everybody, we want to hear what you guys think oh, uh, about this, like. Or review bombing and stuff like that, or people just getting mad I'm over little stuff I'm getting in angry. gaming. <laughs> getting all worked up. <laughs> you guys can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Corey HD eighty six on Twitter and Instagram, and on Twitch TV slash Corey HD. And you can also find me hosting Nintendo Power Block and uh, part of Nerds Gone Rogues podcast yeah and other Just, content on ngrradio.com like like what what other content oh you uh, so- know like the uh awesome mini series seasonal series nindy showcase which debuts on january 5th or nice. uh you know season four of pot and play which debuts on march 2nd but there's another show uh that's xbox related in a sense Oh, you can also find Jesse and I on Royale with Cheese and Squad Goals for Arsenal X. Tuesdays and Fridays, respectively. Check it out. I'm sorry, but I can't make it to... Uh... <laughs> Come on, people. You Come on, to, job. You, you just needed to get a job. That's why we're recording a podcast at 2.15 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That is and you can you can find me on Twitter uh, at Phantom Maggot AX. <laughs> and yes, you guys can find more of Arsenal X on our Facebook page, Arsenal X NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast Group. You can find us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast and our Instagram at Arsenal X Podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube page, Arsenal X Xbox Channel, and check out Arsenal X on NGRRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at That Retrico and also check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Tune in to other podcast apps. Also, check out AX Plays on um, our uh, Arsenal X channel. Um, I know I got to get in back into it and do some uh, Twitch streaming and all of that good stuff. Um, so I, I need to return to that. Um, hopefully, you guys will be able to check out our new commentary that is coming this month, which is going to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot which is the Michael Bay version. It's going to be, it's going to be quite a good time. entertaining. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Megan Fox. Woo! And there's yeah. a there's a third one coming out soon, isn't yes, there? Yes, there is. Yeah. They're also they're making Hasbro announced that Turtles is going to be a sequel and Power Rangers is going to be a sequel. Well, I expect the Power Rangers to happen because woo. I didn't. They said it didn't do well enough to do, to warrant a sequel. Shoot! Everybody said it was good. They were surprised on how good it was. Oh, I mean, yeah. they had I mean, it. Spot. Was good. I was surprised at how good it was. That movie yeah. was way better. I than still it had need any... to watch it. It's on. It's on Hulu. 
It's on Hulu. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I just, I mean, I think Power Rangers works because it's simple and they know what they're working with, which is something like as good as what I shouldn't say as good. I should say as watchable as the new Turtles movies are, Mm -hmm. they get too complicated in a lot of places. And I think Power Rangers works because it's a simple story, right? So, and they do cool stuff with the characters and the relationships with the characters. So. Uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, but I do recommend watching Power Rangers movie. If Even if you're not interested in Power Rangers, there's still giant robots fighting giant monsters and it's still fun. So Yes. So, everybody, we're going to throw up the X one more time. <laughs> Jesse, throw up the X. Thank you. Because we're exiting out of here. And also, everybody, uh, check out Nintendo Power Block from uh, yesterday and subscribe. Send a question in. There's a chance that you might be able. Oh, and also, hit us up on iTunes or Google Play and hit a review. You know, (laughs) you have a chance to win (laughs) Nintendo. For Nintendo, oh wow, <laughs> I'm so mad about that. Uh, Skype is acting weird. Uh, for Nintendo Power Block, you guys will be able to have a chance to win Diablo 3 or Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. So, if you guys want to know more about that, check out yesterday's Nintendo Power Block and send us a good question, and you'll be you may be into the win. Yeah. Yes. So that with that, everybody, we will see you next time on Arsenal X Podcast. Bye, everybody. <laughs>